0: Dude, I had uh, some delicious Coca-Cola from Mexico tonight. Ooh, the good shit with real Coke in it. <laughs> yes, actually, but it's got real sugar in it.
1: In the in the worm, it's got a worm in there.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I stuck it in my butthole.
1: Gross.
0: I'm kind of tripping right now, man. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Uh, yep. Gee, look at that. 10.03 and Slam is not online. (laughs) Of course not. Send him a text. uh, That would require me to go upstairs to grab my phone and come back down here. And the question that has to be asked, is it worth it?
0: (laughs) That is always a good question. You don't. You don't have. Uh. You don't have text from your desktop.
1: <clears throat> no, it wouldn't matter because I don't have his phone number at my desk. It's in my phone.
0: Well, what I'm saying is, is that you can use a Chrome app that is called My SMS, and it syncs with your phone, and your phone doesn't have to be anywhere around you.
1: What did did Nuke just teach me something?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cause I'm too lazy to use the goddamn phone, man. I just that, I just text from my desktop.
1: That is fucking awesome. I'm looking it up right now. It's, it's fucking great. So there you go. There is the first it, it, the first over thirty clan podcast tech tip right there. <laughs> <laughs> man, you, use my SMS. It's called my SMS. It's in the the Chrome Web Store. I'm looking at it right now. It's free. It's got four and a half stars with 3,400 reviews. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I am adding it. Do not,
0: right. do not download the Windows 8 version of it. Um, you just use... Download the app, and then uh, then you can use um, the desktop application, or the desktop, the tab.
1: So, I assume here, if I sign in with Google, which is the same account that I use on my phone, then it would pull all my contacts over?
0: Probably. It might it might take um it might take you replying to something on your phone, but you can try it. But when it works, yeah, it pulls all your contacts over, and it actually pulls up all the texts that you had recently. You change the settings on it, and all the fun
1: stuff. Wow, Nuke is getting all techy and shit.
0: I've been using this for years, man.
1: Huh. It was a, it was about about a year and a half.
0: Because my giant gorilla hands didn't like texting on my phone. <laughs> mash, mash, mash. <laughs> the <laughs> files are in the computer. What the fuck is it? You've heard me mangle a regular keyboard just to back to the poor little plastic phone.
1: You want to please log in using an existing account or register a new one? Kept your Google account, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my, my mobile number. My password?
0: No, Hmm. your fucking Bitcoin account.
1: I guess I need to sign up and choose a password. Derp derp. Yep. It usually helps. Oh, Oh, now I gotta install my smartphone. You didn't say you had to do all this.
0: (laughs) I thought you'd already know that. Nope. just fucking pull up Bewitched and cross your arms and Wiggle your nose and nod your head, and then
1: boop, <clears throat> done. Deedle deedle <laughs> <laughs> Samantha! Oh, text message have been sent to my phone. This would require me getting up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I've got go
0: to I've gotta go to the bathroom and. I was
1: some, just. <laughs> refills and all that stuff. Yeah, I was just thinking that uh, it's going to be a miracle if we get through a podcast where you don't have to take a potty break.
0: (laughs) Well, I will. I will have to, but I should probably bring my shit bucket over.
1: (laughs) Oh, dude, dude, dude. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about about it when we get started with the show. (laughs) Do you remember me telling the story about the, the J.K. hog piss? Uh... Not really. <clears throat> okay, there was one. There was one like FNG uh, night where we were all pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. Lit okay, up. now or, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was recording that night. I happened to be recording. <clears throat> I found the recording. I posted it in the old forum, and not too many people, I don't think, saw it. And so I was, uh, I was asking Slam the other day w- what that service was that he used. That you could embed, you could upload MP3s and then embed them into the forum, so you could just click play. That's how I did the uh, in the post tour thread. I did the General Lee and then added the Dixie Horn. Mm-hmm. And so when I logged into that account, which I haven't done in forever, I noticed I had that JK audio, and I'm like, oh man, we're gonna have to add that to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> So, all right, well, go potty, and I'll go grab my phone. Okay. All
0: right.
1: Gross. Hey, are you taking a fucking piss with your headphones on? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Hog piss.
0: (laughs) Fuck. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be part of. The that's how you know you're comfortable
1: wasn't with the clan. The clan. <laughs> that's how you know you're comfortable with <laughs> the clan. <laughs> it's a prerequisite.
0: Okay,
1: I hear a flush there, yeah, or or a washing of the hands. A-
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm concerned about.
1: <laughs> don't touch that controller after you're I'm. You're <laughs> at JK's house. Don't touch to me.
0: <laughs> hello.
1: Hello. 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 <clears throat> so Slam sends me a message and uh says I'm so congested. You wouldn't understand. Uh, you wouldn't understand me. I'll probably fall asleep anyways with your sweet, sweet voice. And I said, yeah, whatever. I'm sure if I look, you're online playing ghosts. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Or try tomorrow. And I'm going to say, Nope. Show must go on. <laughs> Because
0: tomorrow becomes fucking Sunday and then Sunday becomes oh no let's try Wednesday.
1: You're fucking A It does. Been there and done that. It's like Navin. Navin sends me a PM. Well I said, uh, this is what we can't do podcasts. What the fuck are you possibly doing on the weeknight besides playing Magic the Gathering? <laughs> <laughs> he says, Well, I'm not busy whining about my podcast, that's for sure. On the weekends <laughs> I'm usually hanging out with friends and family, you know, people who love you when you aren't a douche. Seriously, though, can you not do weekdays? What can you possibly be doing? Play Pokemon? And I said, well, where the fuck are you now? Friday's a weekday, motherfucker. Get on Skype. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. I <clears throat> motherfucker, I I fucking hang out with my family during the weekdays.
1: Uh, and this, Over30Clan, is why you get a podcast once a month if you're lucky.
0: <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Luckily, that you have one person motivated to do it and another person ain't got shit else to do.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: The human torch (laughs) was denied a bank loan. The human torch was denied a bank loan. What the fuck is that from? (laughs) The arsonist has oddly oddly shaped feet.
1: Except from Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, I well, guess that's... we're ready. ready All right. Start. Welcome back to another podcast, Thirty and Sixty in Over Thirty Clan podcast. <laughs> the rhetorical rhetorical society's rhetorical.
0: <laughs> you can go ahead and throw sixty out the window.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. I think in seven episodes we've had I don't think any of them have been under 60 minutes, so. <laughs> no need to start now. Yeah, they're all extended cuts. <laughs> uh, so, with me is the lovable and cuddly Nukle Koog. It is Valentine's Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it, it, I could be doing a lot worse right now, um, and I really don't need to be wearing County Orange again this month. <laughs>
1: nice (laughs) we were supposed to have two other guests but you can rib them later because their schedules don't happen to coincide (laughs) with the podcast even though we agreed on time and that would be Naven and Slam so insert boo hiss wave right here (laughs) (laughs) cue sound by keek (laughs) <laughs> all right so a lot going on as per usual you know there's a lot to talk about when you only do a podcast once a month <laughs> hey at least it's not once a quarter now <laughs> yeah we've, we've doubled the amount of podcasts we put out <laughs> we've doubled our output <laughs> absolutely Uh, so for I guess first and foremost, the state of the clan, the biggest news, if you're listening to this and haven't figured it out yet, there's a new forum. (laughs) If you're not, if you're still posting on the forum motion forum, then, uh, you need to answer the clue phone (laughs) because that (laughs) forum is long gone. <clears throat> yes, obviously,
0: if you're listening to this, you found the forum.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, so thanks to uh, winners, a.k.a. Missler, a.k.a. Scott, a.k.a. Optic Nutswinger. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he put a lot of time and effort into the new forum, and uh, a lot of people have showed the appreciation, and more importantly, uh, when we were talking about this behind the scenes in the mod forum about making this transition and having to switch uh, web hosts and all that, you know, obviously there was money involved because, you know, this is an out of pocket expense for Dave, the one you're looking for, who runs the clan to host a website and host a forum and all that. And uh, so he asked for, I think the goal was $500 and that would handle all of the, moving the web host to someone new that would be uh faster uh and whatnot for i think two years and you know like clockwork the over 30 clan annihilated that goal it was like a day day and a half tops and we met that so that was impressive yeah so you guys are awesome Pat yourself on the back and give yourself a reach around on Valentine's Day. Yes, exactly. You know, that's uh, uh, one of the many reasons why I love the clan so much. Because when it comes to shit like that, we don't even fucking think twice about it. You know, the money just starts fucking pouring in and it's taken care of. (laughs) Absolutely. So that's what makes this community a lovable community. So aside from that, I'm not going to go into. uh, new members, because with the new forum, it's going to be uh, tough, because I'm sure some people haven't transitioned over yet, And but I will say that uh, some of the awesome new features we have, which will help tremendously with new applicants, one of the biggest complaints uh, we were getting a lot, I mean, Dave's busy, he's got a life, and uh, the problem with the old setup we had was he had to be like the administrator of the site. He couldn't just be a moderator in order to do what he was doing to process the applications. So it just became a huge burden on him. And he was traveling a lot for work. And, you know, the applications were piling up. And I would get people messaging me. On Xbox Live or wherever, saying that they're interested and they submitted an app, and they're like, "Well, what happened? You know, what's the status?" Blah blah blah. So the new forum, much much better. It's all automated, from what I understand, from what Scott's telling me. Uh, applications will automatically get uh, parsed and posted, uh, and we'll get be able to view them immediately and vote on them. So yeah, it should be a much smoother transition for the new people.
0: Oh, and it's, it's fully decked out in all kinds of features that I, I honestly, I haven't even been able to touch on half of them, but, you know, it's got everything that we could possibly need. Um, and
1: Luke likes touching on things.
0: <laughs> I do. I do. I, t- I touch a lot of things. Usually they break, um, <laughs> you know, most likely, most likely rabbits, but, you know, <laughs> it kind of comes with the territory. <laughs> um, But, you know, the only request I had was, you know, as long as it had a page that kept the scroll going that let me know what new stuff was up there so I didn't have to look and hunt for it. Bam! It was right there. So it's really convenient. And I really like that little shout box. That's ideal.
1: Yeah, that comes in handy. You know, not too many people used uh, the chat that was integrated with the old forum motion, but uh, people seem to really cling to the shout box now. But that's because you can you you can do everything in the shout box. You can embed pictures and videos just like you can't a post. So mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, even better than the scroll in my opinion than what we had before. Yeah, well, I mean, it pulls,
0: it takes the, if it's like if you combine the scroll and the chat box together, boom, you got it right there. It makes yep. it real simple.
1: Yep. So, uh, again, thanks to slash Missler for, uh, he had the license, I guess, for the uh, V Bulletin <clears throat> software. And then uh, Dave took care of the rest for, uh, Hosting the site and all you guys donated, uh, you know, including myself, and I'm pretty sure you did two nukes. So, yeah, we got it all taken care of, and now we got a new home.
0: Absolutely. and uh, I definitely plan on hitting that subscribe button and uh, whatever comes with it. You
1: know, what is it? A couple of bucks a month. I think it's worth it. Yeah, and that I don't think we've nailed down that exactly yet, but uh, the the idea in theory was we'd have like a, a. Traditionally, from the other forums that, that I've moderated, like for my car club and that, we've had like VIP. And basically, if you felt you were not obligated, but if you felt inclined to to donate to the site, because, I mean, let's face it, it's not free to run the site. Right. Um so if you feel inclined to donate then you you as a payback you get VIP status quote unquote and then uh, <clears throat> pardon me that gives you options like you know a longer SIG or a bigger uh, avatar or profile picture or whatnot, something like that so that's the idea behind it I I don't think it's completely implemented yet uh, I don't think it's completely imp- implemented yet but uh, that's the idea in theory as long as I can type in 40-point font,
0: I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I will donate. <laughs> Hear and, me roar.
1: Yeah, one of the other mm-hmm. ones to keep rolling on the subject is uh, the live streams. I love how that's integrated. That That's great because uh, more and more of us seem to be farting around with that. And, you know, sometimes we can't always get our gamer tag registered for twitch or whatever i couldn't for some reason and uh so this is a easy way to just look up real quick what 30 is streaming right now just click on live streams at the top of the forum it's a great feature Mm -hmm. Uh, so without further ado let's uh a lot going on man you know both <laughs> you and i haven't been on xbox in a while 360. Uh, i try to get in
0: i try to get on at least for 30 seconds a day so i can uh, get my battle packs
1: <laughs> i know i feel bad for horst because it, you know we were like the three musketeers you and i and him playing battlefield four and just mm-hmm. enduring all the bullshit but uh I just I just can't do it anymore. I'm so fed up <laughs> with Battlefield 4. I'm so fed up with EA. Oh my god, I'm so fucking angry. And uh if we I just I I do the same thing you just said. I I for the player appreciation month, I log in, get my battle pack, and that's it. Other than that, uh I played like a little bit of uh Sleeping Dogs and uh everything else has been on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, we've been having loads of fun on PC. Yeah, it's been a good time. This is this is going to be a PC fest, so I'm just going to warn you, everybody's <laughs> listening, we're we're going to hype PC a lot. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Nuke and I have been playing ArmA 3, which I'm going to tell you right now, if you, if you like Call of Duty and then you thought Battlefield was hard. You do not want to play Arma Three. <laughs> now let's let's take
0: let's take not even the difficulty. If you thought Battlefield is slow, don't even look up Arma Three, please. I'm telling you right now, um, it is probably the slowest war game FPS. Well, it's not even really FPS. Well, you can switch to it, um, but it is a true
1: war simulator. War um, it, yeah, it is. All tactics. There is, there. I mean, it is as true to as battle as you can get in a video game. <clears throat> you want to take your time because it's one pop and you're dead. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so the game is fucking infuriating, but uh, we still find joy in it. <laughs> just
0: because it's because of the difficulty level um i think i've never played i've never played the game but you know i always hear how how tough dark souls is and how just brutal it is but yet people are addicted because it's so damn hard um that's that's kind of explains my addiction now of arma 3 hell i've played more arma 3 in three weeks than i have of battlefield its entire time
1: Yeah, Armor Three is by far the hardest video game I have ever played. It is fucking hard, and we haven't really de- dove into the vehicles and stuff yet. Most of the missions we've done were just all infantry. And <clears> we haven't done we haven't done any uh, any PVP in it either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, uh, but uh, it is oddly addicting.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the best, the thing I find that's great about it, you know, whenever whenever I started looking into PC, you can just tell almost all the games, you know, within a month of release, you know, they got really cheap prices, but this one was full price. I wasn't concerned about spending it because you get the campaign and then you get all these different scenarios that you run and you can run um, Mm -hmm. against AI and you're running like a full... Um like a full battle scenario um so when you do that, you can do it with two people you can do it with fifty people
1: yeah it's like a mini war and, and then uh, and
0: then on top of that, once you get done, you exhaust everything that they have, then the uh their mod community just has yeah. <laughs> unlimited amounts of scenarios put together.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's is that is the the key differentiator between anything console and PC is these games that are on Steam. They have Steam Steam Workshops, is what they call them, and that's with all of the like authenticated. Uh, user content like the approved user content and oh my god it is so endless you really get your money's worth
0: <laughs> well imagine like in in battlefield or call of duty um you saw it a little bit in halo because they had the uh they had forge yep. but imagine in call of duty or battlefield that you know after you play all the maps and you do all that stuff you've got a community who creates their own maps using every one of the assets they have in a particular area and you create your own map so that's what that's what we're able to get out of out of arma
1: i guess we have sort of put the the cart before the horse here is i guess we have to back up a little and say that 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 nuke has officially transitioned to pc yeah yeah
0: I, i'm i am now committed <laughs> he he asked
1: he asked me uh uh numerous questions day upon day and pondered his decision and and then uh he, he took my advice and he pulled the trigger and uh do you have any regrets
0: none none whatsoever it was um i, I was i was scared to death to do it because shit i mean i i couldn't even put freaking Tinker Toys together or Lincoln Logs or Legos um, you know so you're buying this you're buying all this equipment um, that for me I'm thinking I'm, I'm just going to break it as soon as I get it
1: I'm just trying to pat the rabbits George <laughs> yeah I was uh, I wasn't too skeptical that you couldn't do it but I really didn't grasp how <laughs> Not Te- technically you were. <laughs> How tech tarded I am! <laughs> tech tarded. That's a great. That's a great uh, name for it. But, dude, I mean, as far as building the PC, you didn't have any questions in that regard. You had all your questions were about what pieces to buy, the best yeah. value for the money.
0: Well, and that was that was another really difficult thing is just because there's so much stuff out there um mm-hmm. you know and you want to get you want to get the best you can for the price that you're willing to spend and you know my, my original budget was probably about 200 less than what i spent but once you started really looking at the value of um is it expandable is it upgradable um how soon will this uh, become antiquated you know What's going to give me the longest shelf life, but yet give me the ability to expand when I need to? Um, So I spent a little bit more than what I'd planned on, but it's going to be well, it's well worth it right now. But I think there's no such thing as future proof today, but it looks pretty solid for the near term and near term. I'd say I'd probably be pretty good for the next three
1: years at least. Oh, yeah, I'd say that. And really, the only one slight con to that in terms of what you spent was because it's a complete oddity in the IT and computer world that hardware goes up ever. Usually it takes like an act of some crazy catastrophe for it to happen. I mean, the last time I can remember it happened was like in the 90s when they had some silicon plant, you know, destroyed overseas and RAM prices went through the roof. But but because of fucking Bitcoin mining, you, you happen to just just get in a little bit in the wrong time, because when I built my kids PC, was, oh my God! I got video cards for dirt cheap, and so the, the prices right. bumped up probably twenty percent on video cards because of fucking Bitcoin. <clears throat> well, I made the mistake of looking looking on uh, PC Price Picker and look at the uh,
0: the historical price line. You know they have that charted on there, and I looked at my graphics card, and you know had I bought this in November when I originally started talking about it, um, I would have got the video card for about fifty dollars less.
1: Yeah, and that's a rarity. That's very rare. I mean, honestly, that's like the second or third time in history that I remember something like this happening. (laughs) And when when I walked into Micro
0: Center, the guy said, "No, we're out of these." You know, I got a I got the R nine two seventy X. I'm like, man, okay, so. (laughs) And whenever he um. Whenever I asked him, I said, so what do you do have? He said, well, we've got these, you know, the one step above, and then, you know, we got one left of the other step. I'm like, well, are you selling a lot of those? He said, we sell more of those than anything because of these Bitcoin idiots. I know. Um,
1: He said, as soon as we get a shipment in, they're gone
0: within about five days.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not to get off on too much of a tangent, but I bought, I built my rig almost two years ago. And I'm running the AMD HD sixty-nine fifty card, which is seven almost three series behind now, because they have a seven thousand series, then they had R97 series, and now they have an R nine or I mean an R seven series and R nine series. So it's three series behind. And my card sells for only thirty dollars cheaper than your card. Because people are so obsessed with, uh, with fucking bit mining, and my card is special because you could uh, flash a, a 6970 BIOS on a 6950, and it, and it unlocked more cores on the card, and that would allow you to fucking... Hash out more bitcoins and all that horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta but, get your one tenth of a cent. Yeah, exactly. So, anyhow, if that, if that was the only downfall. You could have saved some money if it wasn't for that bullshit. But, uh, yeah. But it seems to be a trend, you know. We see, uh, with uh, not too many people, uh, I guess there's a handful of people that, uh, took our stance and wasn't really uh, happy with either console or spending the money on the console. Uh, And uh, now you, you made the leap and instantly uh, I, I'm I'm hearing some scuttlebutt of other clan members interested and uh, they're starting to ask me questions.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, if anybody is thinking about it um, and is really looking at doing it, and if there's any concern that building it is difficult or picking the parts is difficult um if I can do it, I, Jesus, my <laughs> next door neighbor's dog can do it
1: uh, yeah, and the thing is the price too um, I don't know if you want to say what you spent, but i kept it I kept it like right at nine thirty I think yeah, I built my kid's pc for five hundred dollars almost on the money after rebates, and this was about Six months ago, but mm-hmm. and I happen to catch a huge break on the video card, and the, because of the Bitcoin shit it didn't it didn't explode with Litecoin coming out and all that. But <clears throat> as of right now, if you wanted uh, what I would call a mid-range rig, uh, you can spend not much more than a console. 500 to 750 and you're right in the ballpark at a mid-range PC. Now, when I mean mid-range, that means you can run any of the games that are out there today on mostly high quality. Mm -hmm. Now, in the high-end gaming that means it's different than console because high is not the highest. On PC, we turn it to 11 (laughs) (laughs) because it's one louder and we have ultra. So most every game has ultra graphic settings, which are beyond high. So that would be the high end rig. If you wanted to run ultra settings and we're talking, you know, crazy resolutions over 1080p. If you're running multiple monitors or, uh, more importantly, the textures and uh, the anti-aliasing and stuff that you just don't get on console, you know, <clears throat> uh, you're going to be in the seven hundred fifty to fifteen hundred dollar range then. But that's a good. I don't know. My last PC before I built this one lasted me f- five or six years, mm-hmm. and uh, and this one is. Uh, I mean, I'm getting. What did we play? Warframe. Warframe was a, a good, right. good, great-looking game. It would blows away anything I've seen on the Xbox One, even even Titanfall. In terms of graphics, and I'm running it at like 80 to 100 frames a second. Yeah, with everything on Ultra.
0: <clears throat> yeah, crank it up to the highest settings. I think I was getting um, in in heavy firefights. 70 to 80 and then just kind of a normal one or two guys it was 100 120
1: yeah so i mean just smooth as smooth boy i don't want to fanboy pc too much but if you haven't picked a new console yet and you're on the fence about it <clears throat> and you're interested in building a pc then by all means you are free to ask me a questions or ask nuke <clears throat> or whatever and i will help you out best i can Well, and you know, I I look at
0: the main reason why I went to console is not just to play the exact same games that I would play on, um, or I went to PC instead of console. It's not to play the same games I would play on console. I still plan on going back, but you know, this is just a new toy, so I'm just going nuts with it. Um, But it's to be able to play games that give me completely different experiences that are not possible on console right now. And that's, you know, playing games like Arma um playing uh I'll eventually get into I'll buy Rust and I'll buy DayZ. Um it's it's just to be able to I mean I like to play a lot of different games so it's being able to branch out into something that I wasn't going to be able to touch anywhere else.
1: Yeah, and I think you get that more with PC really because it is much easier for an indie developer to put push, push a game out on Steam. Even after um, the policy changes with Microsoft, than it is on PS4 or Xbox, you know, <clears throat> and we get games like uh, Insurgency, which uh, you haven't played yet, but I've played nope. quite a bit of, and it, I mean it's built off a Counter Strike engine, and the game was thirteen dollars, right? And it is every bit of good as the best call of duty you've played but i mean it's a different game because it's like a mix between a call of duty and a battlefield in terms of realism you know you're not going to take five rounds to die you're going to die you know in two or three good shots or one headshot and right. there's there's no crosshair there's no indicator in how much ammo you have but the <laughs> game is but the game types are very similar there's like a a domination and there's a uh, like a uh, oh God, I can't think of the goddamn game mode now where you blow up the bombs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what is that game mode in COD? Demolition. Dem- uh, well, demo or uh, search sure. and destroy. Search and destroy. <clears throat> but here's one of the best uh, changes to that game mode that they that they did is if you're playing a game that's it's very similar to search and destroy. I can't remember exactly what they call it in insurgency, but. Uh, if uh, there's like two bombs, you have to destroy both of them to cap the point. And uh, if you die, you know, in your traditional COD, you're done until the end of the round. In Insurgency, if you if you die and your team happens to destroy one of those objectives, then everybody comes back on your team. So right. it, it it was a huge change of play. So uh,
0: when and don't they have it, don't they have that pretty much the same thing like in domination that that once you if you cap a flag, then all your teammate respawns again, but they don't until you do until you do that.
1: Uh, There is a game mode where you can respawn on a timer. But most of the game modes are like we just described, where you're dead until it's it really, I mean, it's a great concept when you think about it because it promotes fucking objective play. If you don't cap an objective, then your team's not gonna come back. And then how good is it, you know, if you're down and you clutch out a capture and then your whole fucking team comes back? <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I mean, it, it really makes for some great gameplay very rarely has there been like a landslide when I played insurgency it's usually been a really good back and forth battle and the games are close mm-hmm. and
0: well it sounds like it gives you a chance to really advance <clears throat> yeah and instead of just
1: getting pinned back and just getting destroyed oh yeah you don't get spawn camped uh, hardly well it's you can't because you're not spawning unless somebody caps the objective. So it it prevents that too. It's a really good concept in that regard.
0: Yeah, it's just the the variety of uh, experiences that
1: what drew me the most, and you know, I could make a decision on. And that. the games are cheaper. Where how often do you find a game <laughs> that that that's new that you like on console that's fifteen bucks? It doesn't happen. Every no. new game is thirty nine, forty nine, fifty nine dollars. You know, there's handfuls of titles that I have that I haven't paid full retail price for, like console price, $59. Bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the only one I've paid full price for was uh, was Arma, um, and because it's like five games into one.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much unlimited. And to give you an idea, before, well, we need to get off that topic, but <laughs> uh, to give you an idea how big Arma is. It's like equivalent to what fifteen square kilometers or something, at least. Yeah, it's it dwarfs even the sixty-four player maps in Battlefield.
0: It makes it's bigger than it's bigger than GTA's uh, open <laughs> world.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. it it's even bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other thing that you get with PC well that's the game type that is much more popular on pc than on console is uh an mmo and nuke and i beta tested uh elder scrolls online this past weekend and uh had a fucking blast man that's a a good (laughs) game if you like skyrim uh Well, first of all, Skyrim on PC is, in my opinion, just far better than it could ever be on console, because, again, you get these community workshops and mods that are free that just make the game better, and Elder Scrolls was uh, like a good mix between Skyrim, where you could play solo if you wanted, and get that first... Or a uh, single player type experience, or you could play traditionally like a MMORPG, you know, in a group. And uh, <laughs> so Duke and I were just tearing it up, we're just we hit our shit buckets, and uh, <laughs> we, were, we were on that game because we only had the three day window to play yep. the beta, and so we were playing our asses off, and it took you what. Seventeen
0: hours to download the fucking client.
1: Yeah, yeah, it did. Honestly, it's a twenty-five <laughs> gig client, and so it took me over twenty-four hours to download it. Twenty-five gigs for um, just part
0: of a little small part of the world. Yeah, it, has, was... me, it has me concerned about the size of that that <laughs> damn thing when they release the entire game.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because the beta was uh, limited to where you could explore which was still a pretty big size, but uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's just a fraction of the world.
0: Yeah, so oh, Yeah, I was, uh, when when they announced, when they announced it, when they announced it in E3 last year or somewhere somewhere right around there or before it. Anyhow, when they announced it, um, that was my, I looked at that and I was like, I'm definitely getting that. I'm definitely getting that. And then they dropped that freaking, Megaton that they're going to charge a subscription, and immediately I said I am out. Yeah, not even let's, thinking let's, about it.
1: That's a rumor, though. It's still a rumor. It's not confirmed.
0: Yeah, well, uh,
1: but <clears throat> but okay, let's it, talk. It, it about immediately
0: turned it, it immediately turned me off, and for you know since since you know that's been going on, talking about that, um, I had written that game off completely because I'm I'm sitting there thinking I'm not paying sixty flipping dollars plus $15 a month to play the game because I don't, I don't, I don't know the tradition of uh, MMOs because I'm, I've never played it. Hell, the only thing close to an MMO that I
1: played is freaking defiance. Yeah. And <clears throat> traditionally speaking, that model has actually worked for quite a long time. You know, World of Warcraft has been out forever and it, it, it always had that here's the <laughs> here's the thing that that gets me is if you want to argue you know wow is so much better of a game that's why it's worth the subscription and elder scrolls may or may not be is oh you paid full retail price for the game for World of Warcraft you paid 14.99 a month to play to my knowledge the price has never come down for for wow and mm-hmm. Any expansion you had to pay for on top of that, okay. <clears throat> if you want to compare apples to apples, if you buy COD for sixty bucks and you buy season pass for sixty bucks or Battlefield, you know, same scenario, you're into the game for one hundred twenty dollars, and then you typically play the game about one year, you know, about twelve months because that's when the new title comes out, <clears throat> and so you paid one sixty for that one year's worth of Gameplay, and so you know that boils down to <clears throat> about sixteen uh, uh, dollars a month overall. Mm-hmm. But then that's just the very basics of games. <clears throat> when you're talking about an MMO, especially Elder Scroll Online, there it's just much more than a shooter. You know, that there is... I couldn't imagine how much time they spent on the stories, on the quests, and all that. I mean, you can... This game is way worse than GTA or anything else you've played where you just get lost playing. Not lost in a bad sense, just like... You're like ooh piece of candy, ooh piece of candy, and and you were (laughs) before you know it, you're like totally off on what you were originally trying to accomplish because all this new stuff just keeps popping up, and uh, so I don't know. Traditionally, fifteen a month is not a problem for MMOs. Um, However, I there have been MMOs to try to break that uh, marketing mold. And in doing so, then they become pay to win. And so if you don't have a subscription-based game, the only alternative has been either a cheaper or free game that then you have to pay to get all these extras or all this cool stuff, you know, if you really want to advance. Right. Or you
0: could sit there and grind the hell out of it and then watch everybody else just drop down $50 and be able to pass you up and then destroy you.
1: Yeah, I would much rather pay a subscription than to have somebody who would be... You'd think that it may not happen very often, but in a pay-to-win game, there are a lot of people that just want to throw down the cash, and then they just obliterate everything. Because, to be honest, that's exactly what I would do.
0: I'd probably play it for about 40 hours, and then say, fuck this, I want to jump to the front of the line.
1: Yep. I'm
0: tired of grinding.
1: Yeah, it's that instant gratification, so... <clears throat> and I, the only thing that I hope that they do, I, I would love to play Elder Scrolls Online um, regularly. Uh, for me, the biggest gotcha is my son will want to play it. And so if I have to pay $60 twice and then $15 <laughs> twice a month, right. I'm going to have a real problem with that. That is unacceptable. There's no way. <clears throat> now, if they want to charge 60 for the game and then 15 for a subscription that is good to up to, let's say, like some sort of family plan, like how Xbox Live works, then yeah, I'll do that. But uh, there's no way you're going to sucker me into a game for almost 400 a year for two people, <laughs> two people to play. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think the economy is has, has sort of steered that way. I mean, like again, nothing's official, so I really hope that, uh, that they don't do the standard 15. I hope it's like anything other than 15, 10 or 8. 8 would be awesome. 8
0: bucks a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think it would be, I think it would be smart to, um, to price it at, um, close to a Netflix subscription. Yeah.
1: Exactly. That's, That's
0: what I told you after the, after we were done is that, you know, I was completely against it, but I had so much fun playing it. You know, my rationalization now is, well, should I pay Netflix, you know, what, nine bucks a month? I pay Hulu plus $12 a month. Um, and I use those maybe four or five times a month. I'd probably play this at least five times a week.
1: <laughs> shit bucket it's, it's shit bucket worthy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I would definitely I'd definitely do that for the first couple of months. but I mean, I could see myself playing it almost you know every day, every other day, and at least for a couple of hours.
1: Oh, yeah, easy. Uh, the, so what the, did you what did you think about the game itself? Um, I thought having played almost two hundred hours of Skyrim, <laughs> and not beat the, the, the game yet. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a, a great balance of, like I said, the first or single player experience or multiplayer experience. You could right. easily go do your own thing. There were plenty of things to do by yourself, but if you wanted to step it up a notch, then uh, you could group up and then start tackling harder things. You know, we were grouped together the entire time we played right. and um, it's been a while since I played an MMO. Uh, I'm sure, I think the, la- well, the last one was terrorizing, but before that phew, was years ago. Uh, but the grouping system was awesome it's like when we created a group and nuke was in my group and if you didn't explicitly leave or kick a person in the group every time you logged in you're just there and you're grouped together it yeah. was awesome and so you could be playing solo and as soon as someone logs in bam they're in your group if they were in there before mm-hmm. and then uh, you know you get group xp bonuses and, and even better yet, this is the best thing. One of my hugest pet peeves when I played WoW years ago was if you're in a group, you know, and you got people all over the fucking world in the game, they're here, there, and everywhere, then you got to fucking do this waypoint, and it takes 20 fucking minutes for everybody to get to one place. In Elder Scrolls Online, you go to the group menu, you right-click on a guy and say, Fast Travel and boom you go you go to the nearest way waypoint near that guy and you don't need some special conjurer you don't need you know to spend all your fucking money traveling from point to point to get to where that person is it's just bam so i think they knocked it out of the park in that regard yeah uh the graphics looked amazing uh Everything was maxed out on Ultra for my PC, and it was, you know, 80, 100 frames a second. <clears throat> and more importantly, I mean, they were, like, trying to break a record for the number of people in this beta. And never once did the game hiccup, even on my connection, which isn't the best. Yeah. You know, I got mega and a half down, half a mega up is all I have. And this game ran flawless the entire time, including the the end of the beta, which was like crazy because people started going, you know, fucking <laughs> ape shit, and they're all congregated in one spot, and there was just a lot of stuff happening on the screen, and the game never bogged down.
0: No, and that that was um, that was probably the best thing that I saw because they they were doing everything they could to put as many people in that particular world as possible to see if they could break the server. They wanted to really stress it. Um, and, you know, I, with the with the beta, you know, you could pull up the – you had the automatic frame-per-second counter. And with mine running Ultra, I was consistently between 40 and 65. Um, and it looked – Unbelievable, and it ran really, really smooth. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting that to be, have some real connection problems, especially when you and I group up. Because when we play together in Arma, the ping, your ping is like, like yeah, 100, 100 130, 140. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, that wasn't the
1: case here. No, it never skipped a beat. You could not tell that there was any significant latency difference between. You and I, when we played, or anybody else around us, it, the game was really smooth and fluid. And, and at uh, that, that
0: end of beta, um everybody met back at the uh, central town of
1: whatever fucking island we were on. Ebon Glow it, or it, something. Or...
0: <laughs> Ebon Hart.
1: Ebon Hart, that's it.
0: Everybody met back there. <laughs> when I say everybody, literally there are about 60 people. And 60 people... With their little gremlins and dinosaurs and people riding around horses <laughs> right in the same place. And, of course, everybody's just playing drums and dancing naked. and uh, it, was, it
1: was a virtual orgy.
0: <laughs> and everybody, people are casting spells and blowing shit up. And it never dipped below 30 the whole time for me.
1: And the thing is, even though it was at 30, it didn't appear to chug. No, it was, no. It was still very fluid. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I hope that uh, they don't get crazy with the monthly charge, and then I will probably definitely play that game. I would say um,
0: going into it, I went in really eyes wide open because, you know, I played a lot of Skyrim, but I mean, it's been a, a long time since I've played it. Um, it's not exactly like Skyrim, and it's not exactly your typical traditional MMO. There's going to be differences, yeah, but man. I thought it I thought it did a really good job of uh, of merging the two, where it's an it's good it's good enough for me to say you know what about a week or two after this is out I'm probably going to buy it.
1: Yeah, and there was a whole part of the game that we didn't get the chance to experience either because you had to be level ten <clears throat> before you can do the PvP stuff. And then, so we didn't get a chance uh, to dive into any of the Alliance war stuff. So that's the, I mean, even though we played so much, we uh, were trying all sorts of different things with crafting and whatever to, you know, just see what the game had to offer. And, we, and within three days, there just wasn't enough time uh, mm-hmm. to dive into it all. Well,
0: and and <laughs> the, the cool thing that for me is, you know, I remember <clears throat> play, playing Skyrim and, you know, you get to a you get out just exploring or whatever, and then you run into a really really tough enemy. Well, in this one you can see what their levels are, so you know exactly what you're up against. And so I'd be a level eight and running up against you know three monsters that are level twelve, um, which there's no way in hell that I could survive. But I'm running solo, and you know there's other people that are running the same mission that aren't you know in in my party. Um, then just random people just started helping out. And you don't get dead. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And you don't get screwed either in, like, other MMOs where you, if typically whoever did the most damage gets to loot the monster. And and then the other person just gets screwed whether or not you initiated contact first or not. And uh, this game seemed to uh, always dish out a, a, a portion no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whether you were grouped or not or did more damage, you at least got something you weren't completely stiffed yeah
0: yeah i mean there's i I would like to see a way to earn more money but i didn't even i barely even touched on the crafting and um enchanting and all that stuff but yeah Yeah, there's so
1: there's so much to do yeah there's a huge huge uh in-game stuff that we didn't even get a chance to start on uh another thing i liked about it Versus uh, most your typical MMOs uh, is th- the crafting system was slightly unique in the terms of uh, it. It wasn't cookie cutter. It's like this and this makes this, and you're done. It, it like wow, it's not like that. It, it was like you add this and this, and then you have a chance of it making this. <laughs> yeah, you're, so you could you could f up and destroy everything. It wasn't a. A sure thing, and then the more you add or modify, the bigger. I mean, you you could get this great weapon, and then if you want to add more to it, then that's even more risk you're going to take, and then everything's all for naught. You completely wasted it all, right? <laughs> you know, but but I like that. You know, I I play absolutely it gives you some risk. Exactly, I played a lot of MMOs. I've played, uh, oh god, way back when, to like. Sear online the realm and ultima online and asheron's call and uh everquest and all those and out of all of them uh the best crafting system i saw was in asheron's call and that was because it was all based on like quality of raw materials and quality of the starting weapon and and then your skill and then there was always a risk that you were gonna smash the weapon or item when you were trying to make it better and enchant it. And that gets rid of the cookie cutterness uh, right. because that is the worst thing, in my opinion you can do to a game like that is just like because then you're constantly chasing the next thing. and it's just this cast and real situation right yeah you know, that's oh that's exactly how it was in wow it's like okay grind 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 i got the best gear and then blizzard casts out a new dlc or some content and then everybody's grind grind grind. everybody's got the same shit again and then that makes the old shit completely worthless because they gotta keep raising the bar to make people you know entice people And uh, so that's what the randomness helps that way you don't have to raise the bar so often people are constantly trying to uh, to be the one percenter, you know, pretty much Mm -hmm. in terms of weaponry.
0: Well, the way this the way this sets up with the um, with the crafting is that when they implement a trading shop, it will make these items even that much more valuable.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that in the beta. I'm assuming that they have some sort of auction shop because almost every MMO does. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah. that
0: that 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 sets it up to where those those uh, those trades are going to be even more valuable, um, especially to somebody who has a lot of fun doing the crafting stuff because you can just go go fishing for resources and sit back and craft all sorts of shit.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing is it. it Speaks to different types of players, you know. There's obviously stuff there for hardcore grinders, and there's stuff there for the casual player. And then there's, you know, if you just want to be the guy who makes armor or enchant stuff, uh, you can do that more or less, from what I could tell.
0: <clears throat> and I like the thing that I liked that was different than Skyrim, is I didn't have to worry about going. Been in my damn skill points in the fucking constellation.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> Your skills leveled up homogeneously, and the skill points that you got, you got to allow, you got to allot them to special skills.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean,
0: specific, very specific things. Like I had a, uh, like some kind of um, power sword where I got four shots on somebody with an enchanted, it enchants it, and then you get four shots on somebody, and then you could throw a spear. Um, you level that up and then you could take that, you could split it in half and give yourself a choice of
1: two different directions that you want to go. Yeah, they Um, morphed into something different.
0: Yeah, so I didn't have to spend a lot of time um, trying to rank up stuff that I would never use. It was more focused on you you leveled up skills based on just purely your actions, and then the skill points that you earned, you could you could allot them to you know the the hotkey uh, perk system, if you will. Yep. Which was made it a lot more simple, but <clears throat> a lot more rewarding too.
1: Yeah, and you didn't have to level up for that skill to level up. It was independent. Skills were independent of levels. You know, yes. if you were using one particular attack more than that attack would level up before your character per se. <clears throat> yeah,
0: like I had, I, I played as a Nord and I had the two handed power attack, and I leveled that up through the roof because that's all I did. I didn't have to worry about anything else.
1: Let's let's backtrack. Nuke's character was like the big boobied girl from Police Academy. Yes, That's what she looked like. (laughs) Absolutely. I'll post a picture of her
0: (laughs) in all her glory, in her end of beta naked dance.
1: (laughs) Uh, I chose a dark elf, which was more like a... uh, Midget. (laughs) No, I was trying (laughs) to think of... uh, i trying to think of what the class would be. It would be like a rogue, like a rogue, dual wield right. and sneakiness. Never underestimate the sneakiness. And
0: hey, you know, if I'm going to spend, <clears throat> if I'm going to spend, you know, hours upon hours looking at the ass of a character running all over a world, might as well be a smoking hot chick.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good theory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's. Pretty simple there. she got a big ass and big old boobies. So, so I got to ask, since I didn't create a female character, it, 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 there was endless amounts of customization in creating yes. your character. I mean, yes. you could easily spend 30 to 45 minutes creating your person. It's
0: exactly uh, what I did.
1: And so I, I got to ask, did you have the option to adjust the breast size?
0: Yes, it was, cost, it was, it's even, it even has the same thing for guys. It's for chest size. So I made her shoulders real broad and her chest real big. You could even, you could even make her ass bigger. Yeah. Duke did have a badonkadonk. Absolutely. that was <laughs> uh, quarters off that thing.
1: Yeah. Too funny. Yeah. I was really impressed with the, there's another thing in MMOs that, uh, is real, just bland is when everybody looks the same, you know, very rarely, I don't, as a matter of fact, when we played all that time, I didn't think anybody looked the same. You know, it no. was very distinguishable that everyone was different and, <clears throat> you know, that just helps you dive into that world more and, you know, just mm-hmm. lose yourself. When And the
0: cool thing was, is that <clears throat> since everybody looked, everybody had a, you could make yourself look distinct. Um, You could very easily do that. Um, You can make yourself look really bland too, but they didn't have like, you know, if you're, if you're two or 300 meters away, you don't have a name tag. I don't know. There's not, you know, you don't look out over the horizon and see, you know, 50 different name tags floating around somebody's head. It's just a little arrow and that's it. And the only time you ever get the name to pop up is if you, get up right next to them so but you can tell people you can distinguish the way people look and be able to spot them you know kind of i guess it's close to real life as you can't could I, I don't like to use real life and video games in the same sentence but close <laughs> enough
1: yeah i mean all the characters were so unique that even sometimes it was hard to tell npcs from players from a distance, because of one the AI and the NPCs was great, and uh, two, like you said, you, you didn't have an instant designation that that's a friendly or an enemy. It, you just saw somebody standing there until you got close enough, and then finally, if you're aiming right at them, it would pop their name, and you'd see if it was blue or red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and both both the health bars are
0: the exact same color. Between enemy and and uh, friendly, everybody everybody's health bar is red. So it's like uh, I don't know if I should shoot this person. Well, <laughs> well I'll
1: let her rip anyhow. I don't care, so. Yeah, yeah. There was no uh, no no foul in attempting to attack somebody friendly. We never went into PvP. So no. <clears throat> uh, so before we. Bore one to death about our PC experiences. <laughs> let's uh, let's rag oh, on. By the, way,
0: by the way, it is coming to uh, Xbox One and PS4.
1: Yes, yeah. so
0: This this goes across for everybody. Um, it's something that is uh, worth looking into. Um, I would say I'm really hoping that they have a true open beta where just they say, "Hey, everybody, take a rip at it." Because I think if, if you got a chance to play it, um, it would help, it would make you a lot more informed. But, you know, if you're completely against the, uh, the subscription, you'll find out if it's worth it or not.
1: Yeah, it's a time sink. I mean, it's, regardless, it's not a game that you can play for 30 minutes, really. But uh, if, I guess if you liked Fable or any other MMO-type game, maybe Diablo, then uh, you'd probably like Elder Scrolls Online. You know, if you if you, if you have people or a group or whatever, of course you're gonna have more fun because <clears throat> then you can all roll together and uh, create your own guild. You know, have an over thirty clan guild. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll have that one. We'll have that one going. We could, uh
0: we could heal each other and, and lightning shoot bolt. lightning at everybody. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, we're really fucking nerd down here. We could all get together
0: and LARP. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> if if we do, yellow's jumping on my back is more master
1: blaster. <laughs> I could see yellow getting in the costume. Absolutely. You have like a... Find
0: out real quick who run Barter Town. <laughs>
1: Secretly, I can see Miggs doing it too. Miggs would dress up to play. (laughs) Absolutely. Miggs
0: is going to go all Lord of the Rings and looking for precious.
1: One does not simply craft armor. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about um the the YouTube payoffs. With uh Pay off. payoffs, payoffs <laughs> with uh EA and who else was paying people off Battlefield? Well, Battlefield is EA, <clears throat> yeah. and uh, so if you've been living under a mushroom, basically, uh, 100%. What... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lick the toad from under it and then uh, take a bite. Uh, EA sent. It was EA, right? Sent an agreement to it was, Machinima.
0: Yeah, it was that Ronku. It was called the Ronku program, and it was a promotion for um, Battlefield 4.
1: I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, for Battlefield 4. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to continue. <laughs> no, I just. Oh, basically, they partnered with Machinima because they weren't going to do it direct, because then they would make them look even bigger of an asshole than they are. And they said, we will pay your partners extra. We will pay you if you pay your partners extra money to hype our game. Essentially, you know, obviously, you know, people are going to have different opinions on this. People pay celebrity sponsorships all the time for all sorts of fucking products. You know, that's fine and dandy. However, However, there, there are guidelines and, rules and laws associated with how you conduct this business you know if you're going to be a very well-known celebrity and you're going to hype a product you are it is highly recommended that you announce that you are paid spokesman for that product and the dirty part here was that machinima explicitly stated to their partners, which are youtubers, to not disclose any part of the agreement mm-hmm. and so and now again, you have people on both sides of the fence that say, "Well, you know it's their deal, they don't ha- they don't have to, they don't have that obligation, they don't need to have that obligation." Uh, I beg to differ a little bit because if you're a big name out there, and most people, you know, want to hear what you have to say or they trust your opinion most of all, and you're claiming that something is good when it clearly is not, <laughs> mm-hmm. then then we have an issue. And yeah. uh, and it back it backlashed. People broke. The, the NDA, they pasted the agreement all over Reddit, and, and it really made EA look bad, and, uh, uh, and a lot of people took some lumps over it. <clears throat> you know, and,
0: it, it's...
1: And then EA completely... Uh, it off on Machinima, they're like, "Oh, well, we never said to you know hide it. That was on Machinima because in Machinima is going to fall on the sword for them because <clears throat> they don't want to." The same thing happened for Xbox One, right? Uh, Microsoft paid, wasn't that right? X, Xbox paid, One uh,
0: paid Machinima,
1: yeah. And
0: it so... was it was it was a co marketing deal with with those guys, but you know it's it's not. I don't have a problem with those guys paying. YouTube guys to do anything. What I had a problem with, this is the only problem I had with it is that it was in the contract that you obviously don't say anything negative. That's kind of a given, but you have to, you cannot disclose this. Any form, any any mention of this type of agreement, so you can't say that I was, you know, I'm, I'm being paid. Um, I'm a paid spokesman for this, or put any kind of disclaimer on on your video. It was just the the fucking dirtiness of it. Um, yeah, I, I, the way I see I, it, I, I expect I expect they're all whores to begin with, and I don't blame them um, because I will. I, should I ad block all of them so they ain't getting a dime from me? Um, but these these guys, you know, I assume that most of the time, they're getting compensated for going all T. Martin crazy on, on games.
1: Yeah, I'm really learning a lot more about YouTube than I ever wanted to. <clears throat> and that it's probably more fake than fucking Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that I would rather support the little guy who doesn't have a sponsorship or a partnership because it's a highly, you're more, more than likely that guy, what he's telling you is going to be his honest opinion and not some, you know, paid skewed <laughs> remark. <clears throat> so it's a shame, you know, but, uh, yeah, God. Oh, so let's talk about, uh, that fuckhead. Uh, Which one? From EA. Rich Hilleman. Rich Hilleman. Oh, yeah. He is a. He's the lead designer, is he not? For EA? Uh, Let me find his official title, even though he doesn't really fucking deserve it.
0: He's the chief creative officer. Is he? Yeah, that's what it had in the GameSpot article.
1: Okay, so yeah, there was an article. Basically, <clears throat> this guy was at
0: what is that? At was the it? Uh, Dice Awards?
1: Yeah, I at think? the Dice Awards, and he and he bumped into this guy, and basically had a uh, a quick informal interview. And uh, the, in my opinion, the reporter w- w- was not out of line whatsoever in the questions he asked. You know, I'm going to look it up because. Hmm.
0: <clears throat> got your? If you got Google Hangouts up,
1: I'll send Just, it. To you. you can send it to me in Skype. and Baines, in Skype. Skype message me. <laughs> it's the window where we are talking.
0: Rock, rock, <laughs> you know, I've got I've got multiple windows here. You know, this whole PC thing is way above my brainwave. Oops, that's not it. It's the rock, paper, shotgun deal.
1: Okay, here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, we should we should narrate this. Is what we should do. <laughs> 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 just just for something funny. You you want to be the reporter and, and I'll be Rich Element. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll do something new. This would be this would be like uh, uh, narration theater.
0: <clears throat> Statler and Statler and Waldorf, read the news. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, are you on the article?
0: Um, rock, rock, paper, shotgun. Yep.
1: Okay. It's, uh, so, RPS. Yeah. So basically, you'll read RPS, and uh, <clears throat> and then I'll read Hellman's uh, quotes. It'll start at the very top, if you would. Um, from the first one, where it says SimCity City. Uh, No, actually, above that, to give the background. Okay.
0: Uh, I recently attended the Dice (laughs) Summit in Las Vegas, which is not related to the game developer Dice, actually. Uh, And there I interviewed the entire gaming industry. Okay, that's not entirely true, largely because many Dice attendees spontaneously break out into hives if anyone so much as mentions the word indie. But still, I talked to a whole mess of people. I encountered EA Chief Creative Officer Rich Hilleman on an awards on an award show carpet, red carpet. Excuse me, I'm having a hard time reading today. Um, so time for chit-chat was brief. Given recent events, however, I had to ask, what's the deal with EA and hideously botched launches like games like Battlefield and City? And while Hilleman very vaguely promised change, I found his response more than a little upsetting. Read on and see what you think.
1: Okay, so Okay,
0: Mr. Mr. Hillman, Mr. Hilleman, yes. Um, SimCity and BF4 both had terrible launches. SimCity did not work for more than a month, and BF4 still has issues. Surely you're overhauling your how you approach launches internally from now on.
1: I'm not so sure I accept your premise. Battlefield 4 has been an exceedingly successful product on both console and PC. From a sales perspective, from a gameplay perspective. <laughs>
0: sure, sure, but um, BF4 is fundamentally a good game, but you can't just write off months of glitches and server issues. Some people straight up could not play the game for the first couple of weeks.
1: I think there was a lot of noise about the game, but some of that is function of your surface area. The more customers you have, the more noise becomes available. We did things wrong, we know that, we're going to fix those things, we're going to try to be smart about what customers want in the future. But I'm not willing to accept, and don't think most of our customers are willing to say, it's a bad product, I wish I didn't buy it. That's not the conversation we're having right now, I think what we're hearing is you made a game we really liked. We wouldn't have we would have liked it a little better if it didn't have these problems. Many of those problems we can fix, and we have and will um, but sir, have
0: you have you looked into ways to improve your processes? I mean like better internal testing? Better beta testing, early access is all the rage these days, and that generally starts in alpha. I feel like Battlefield 4 should should have had that tag on it when
1: it launched. I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but my impression is that BF4 had more than 10,000 beta testers before it shipped. Now, some of those problems we had were related to systems that weren't released, beta testing on an unreleased system is obviously difficult. What I would say is there were dynamics that were different this time. There were organizational differences. Some of those have been fixed already. Many of those conditions will not be the same next time. Some of those fixes aren't going to solve the problem next time though. The obvious and glaring issues The ones we heard most about from our customers, because we love to listen to our customers. The ones that matter most to them, we've really gotten on top of those, and they're fixed. What is most important is to know that we'll not have the problem next time. And that's kind of what I'm proudest about. (laughs) Hmm. Well,
0: how radically are you changing the process next time? Are you, for instance, going to focus on giving dice just a little more time and space to iron
1: out all the bugs? That team got to ship the game when they wanted to. I don't think we really pulled it out of their hands, but the process changes dramatically every time. If you were to look at the process behind a Gen 3 launch and a Gen 4 launch, it's 80% different. So the next major number release for Battlefield will likely have an 80% process change because time has passed. So that's why I talk about changing for the future, not changing for mistakes we made last time. If I reproduce what I did this time, it's guaranteed to be 80% wrong anyway. As a customer
0: in the wake of all this, SimCity, Battlefield 4, etc., why should I buy, why should I buy during another EA launch? Why should I trust, say, I don't know, uh,
1: Titanfall? Titanfall is made by a different organization. Respawn has very firm control of their project. Best I can do for you. And that's when the red carpet pit
0: lords cracked the whips and Mr. Hilleman was forced to exit. I'll have to say that that was much shorter than I would have liked for obvious reasons. Uh, but you get, the, you get the idea. I hope Hillman's is not indicative of general rhetoric among EA brass, because this is the sort of habit I think they should be trying to break with a 10-touch sledgehammer. Trust is massively important and EA's effort to re-earn it. In the past many months, has been confused at best. It's awful, too, to see potentially great or at least solid games eclipsed by crummy launches if EA doesn't consider a game that doesn't work at launch to be a bad product, then there's concern there's cause for concern. If nothing else, Dice has been extremely apologetic over the whole fiasco, and fixes have been slow but steady. Will that translate into improvement the next time on other EA games though? Only time will tell. (laughs) Fingers do deca double set tuple crossed that the worst is finally over.
1: Uh, of course, this was an article by Nathan Grayson from rockpapershotgun.com.
0: And Nathan, I know you probably don't sound like that, but you know, it just, it was fun to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, obviously Mr. Hilleman come off as a pretentious asswipe.
0: <laughs> uh, dude, he, he, he had me, uh, he had me in flames at the, I'm not sure I accept your premise.
1: The beginning of this fucking interview, dude, put me into a f- fucking <laughs> fume of rage. The first fucking line when I read that, I'm not so sure I accept your premise. it's like, well, then how about you accept my fucking foot in your ass? Because <laughs> exactly. your dad is garbage. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it just, you know. Again, this is where these fucking companies get so big, and they think they can't do any harm, and they they act like they don't owe you shit for you know an apology or customer service for that matter. And dude, if you play a small indie game, especially on Steam, like. Insurgency and uh, what was that other game that I played?
0: Uh, the zombie game?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. What it was? Contagion. Those developers, when you contact them on Steam, even... Um, what was the other one? Uh, State of Decay. Those three, uh, Contagion... Insurgency and State of Decay, all those developers, when you talk to them on Steam, when you talk to them on their forum on the website, whether it's feedback or uh, bugs or problems or issues, they always get back to you. Always. And especially for suggestions. And that's why uh, I will wholeheartedly back a developer like that versus one like EA that you know, wants to fight with you, that there's nothing wrong with the game. There's nothing wrong with the game. Right. To this day, when did Battlefield 4 release? October, right? October, November, last year? Yeah. Late yeah. October, I think. Yeah, so we're almost three months, four months in, into the release.
0: I'll
1: mm-hmm. luck right now. I got to find out for sure. <clears throat> October 31st. So all of November, all of December, all of January, three and a half months. And I still cannot play Dawnbreaker on 360. And it's not just me. It's not just my problem. You no, have it's, the problem. It's, me, has the you, problem. and Horst, we all three did. And it's all common th- across the board. Yeah, I am so fed up with that. And they just ignore the fact. They will not admit that Dawnbreaker is a console breaker. It, it should have it- been taken out of the rotation in week two and it's so fucking clear it's so evident if you do a a battle log search for open servers (laughs) and you look at just Dawnbreaker you will not see a full game you will not see a 24 on 24 or 12 on 12 uh, game in Dawnbreaker and that's because somebody's already locked up and they left the game Mm
0: -hmm. If if they allowed us to have our own servers you would not see anyone with Dawnbreaker in the server
1: Yep, and they,
0: they would be completely out of their server queue.
1: I honestly, I think I've completed from start to finish one time Dawnbreaker, one time ever, and, and I have over ninety hours playing this game.
0: Yeah, I've done. I've completed it
1: once, and I've played like a hundred and ten hours <clears throat> in that game. Yeah, I'm ready to. I told you earlier today. I'm ready. To play Dawnbreaker like ten times in a row and record the whole thing, and, and put all the raw video on YouTube and be like, "This is what's wrong with your fucking game."
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that, that's the examples. Well, and you know that I got I got Battlefield four um, for free with my graphics card, and you know I've played it. I've played it a couple of times. I don't. I haven't got into it much because keyboard mouse issues that I'm just not. I don't have the dexterity for it right now, <laughs> um, but I tried to. I tried to get in in it uh, two days ago. I said, you know what? I'm screwed. I'm going to get in and I want to play. Uh, I want to play a couple of games. Um, I was able to. I was able to get into a game. Uh, went through, picked my load out. I was checking to see if I got my free guns yet. Uh, part of my Player Appreciation Month, and of course that wasn't there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I literally ran for thirty feet. And crashed the desktop. Oh God! <clears throat> I mean, come on, it, it's it's PC. The PC version is their flagship. That's their baby. That's where all their hardcore guys are. That's what they made this game for. And it doesn't. It's still doing that shit. You know, I, I follow a lot of uh, Battlefield guys on on Twitter, and apparently the one hit kill bug is still very prevalent within the game yep. they're trying but you know what fuck trying the fucking corky working the working the freaking counter at mcdonald's tries okay i don't <laughs> want to hear about try get it done
1: yeah i hear you you know it's i refuse to buy premium i refuse to give ea another fucking cent of my money <clears throat> i am disappointed on all levels
0: <laughs> yeah yeah they um they're just not good. It, it's one thing It's one
1: thing to be bad, um, but at least try to make up for it. <laughs> I was so pissed off the other day. Uh, EA sends out a tweet that says, oh, who's going to go see you know, the uh, Need for Speed movie? And I said, if EA makes a cent off of it, I am I will not pay for it. <laughs> 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 if EA makes any fucking money off that movie, I will not pay to watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'm that fucking pissed off. And it's not the fact that the game is broken. It's the fact that they won't accept it, that it's broken. Right. They're just like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, we're working on it. And it's like, no. It fucking, it, it, dude. Twice I posted on their forums about Dawnbreaker, and both times the thread got buried. Yeah. And and they wouldn't acknowledge it.
0: <clears throat> you know, the the most broken game I've played in the last couple of years was Defiance. Um, It had about as bad a beta as any game could possibly have. Um, The game launched and it still had the same connection. We're talking about hardcore connection issues where people weren't showing up. um, NPCs weren't showing up. It was fucked up. But you know what? (laughs) The lead developer had a blog every day for the first month. They communicated directly with the community tell them hey we've got problems we know we're sorry and you know what they they tried to work on it and they did everything they could but they kept you engaged even to tell you we don't have any fixes for this we know it's screwed up all of your frustration is definitely warranted we're going to do everything we can you know what i can appreciate that
1: yeah they totally handled it right
0: well and you know one of the one of the guys who was um uh on twitter Um, Is uh, his name is Matt Everett. And he ended up going over to Titanfall. And, you know, he's still visible over there. And you know what? He's doing the same shit. He's doing the same shit trying to support um, that he was doing for Defiance. You know, Titanfall server, the servers are down right now for Microsoft for for Titanfall. Um, But you know what? He's up here communicating right now on Twitter. Hey, guys, we're working on it. We're working on it. You know, trying to get through it. Yeah, I can I can respect that. There's always going to be problems. There's never going to be a perfect launch, but there's always got to be communication to back that up, and it can't be condescending bullshit um, like uh, what's that? The the guy from uh, Dice, um, cow, His Twitter handle is ZH1NTO or something like that. Anyhow, go, they had a you know. The uh, Euros get a really cool month off during, uh, during Christmas break. Well, he goes off, gallivanting all over the world, you know, showing pictures and talking about how great his vacation is. He comes back at the height of everybody raging about this game. He says, hey, guys, what's going on in Battlefield? How's the game running for y'all? <laughs> Holy sh! You talk about a shitstorm, dude. He got drilled on that. He's like, I was just kidding. I was like, "Fuck, kidding, man! Y'all guys disappeared."
1: <laughs> yeah, take out someone out of the loop. But
0: you know, that's that's just EA is just <laughs> EA do what EA do.
1: <laughs> yep, voted twice consecutively, two years in a row, worst company.
0: And unfortunately, you know, they even though Dice is the one that that did it, you know, their their name is on it. They get drugged down right in the middle of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and if the same shit happens over and over again with a publisher that's doing it with multiple developers, where where do we norm where does the buck stop? There's only one constant there, and that's EA. And that's it.
1: Yeah. I remember when I used to really respect EA, especially for their sports games. And then <laughs> yeah that was like what that was probably like
0: 1998
1: <laughs> 1999 yeah, the early 2000s was about the end of it, and then they started going downhill. yeah, you know.
0: well, once their stock <clears throat> once their stock shot through the roof, um, they they were trading like at fifteen dollars at one point. next thing you know, they hopped up to like sixty dollars, then split twice and were trading in the 60s. That's back when I actually paid attention to the stock market. Um, but yeah, once they started becoming just way over the top and then acquiring shit left and right, um, now it's just, I don't want to say it's gone too corporate because there are still corporations out there that run a good business. Um, they're not one of them.
1: Yeah. Oh five was their big heyday at like $65 stock price. <laughs> yeah. They're at twenty-seven fifty-eight right now.
0: <laughs> and that's after multiple stock splits.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the,
0: yeah, I don't know. That I I I, I dread that Titanfall is involved <clears> with, <throat> with them just because you know if you hang out in a shit house, you're going to get shit all over you.
1: Yeah, hopefully they're just sending checks to Zampanella to <laughs> right, to his uh-huh. game and, and don't have any uh, interaction with the respawn whatsoever. It is pay the pay the bills. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I watched a little bit of the beta streams uh and uh, the game looks a lot like Halo. I mean it looks good, but it just really reminds me of Halo. I don't know, it reminds me of Crisis. Cuz it has similar
0: they move the same um similar look to it. It's got some cloaking, some super jumping, some wall running um really cool takedowns of course halo has a lot of that too but uh it just looks like it's got that it looks like that got that crisis feel and that's a good thing for me because i loved crisis i thought it was a blast
1: yeah i hope the game on pc is uh as strong as ever i think a lot of the bigger studios now start with uh the, the game assets, the visuals and stuff from PC and then work down now instead of like your Halo 2s that were total console ports to PC that sucked. <laughs> right. But, uh, that comes out Titanfall releases March 11th. So, mm-hmm. and I haven't really seen anything. I've probably watched 30 minutes of a stream of Wicked playing it and, uh, uh, I didn't really see anything that caught my eye, you know, it stood out as a red flag. The, the game seemed to play pretty good. No, it looks it looks a lot of fun. Um, I think one, one thing that I, I
0: you hear people talking about more and more is um, the addition of the minions and what rogue and specter whatever, which is basically the quote-unquote AI. Um which really means that they're the uh, target practice,
1: yeah. <laughs> within the
0: game, um, I you know I wish that the world could be fleshed out with you know with twenty four players, but you know the way I look at it, it's going to be real tough to go negative.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I right. mean, I'll what find a, I'll
0: find a way to do it, but it's going to be tough to go negative because you got, you know, you got bots basically. Let's call them what they are. They're bots.
1: Yeah, I think that was their pr- whole premise was to uh, because I mean, f- let's face it, when you play Call of Duty and you get shit on, you don't want to play no more. Well, I'll tell
0: you this. If you're going to if you're going to make it um noob friendly and Um, window liquor friendly for me, um, if you're going to do that, I would rather you do it this way than have uh, noob tube one-man army.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um,
0: Instead of having just, you know, piece-of-shit weapons that are overpowered and just stupid, um, I'd much rather have this so, you know, um, me and Yella can go over and, and gang rape the bots, <laughs> and anybody else can go play.
1: Uh, so let's uh, let's see what else is coming out. Yeah, like I said, Titanfall comes out March 11th. Dark Soul Two comes out, or Dark Souls Two comes out March 11th. That looks interesting. That looks really interesting yeah I've never played the first one uh, I mean I read about the game and right now it's like I have so much to play and not enough time to play at all and the list yeah. just keeps getting broader and broader
0: <laughs> well between my gamers with gold with my PS Plus <clears throat> and with the freaking virtual gimmies on, uh, on Steam and other PC stuff I've got way too many games to play
1: for sure, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I can, I'll end up. I'll end up spending like an hour and a half in each one of them.
1: And then uh, Elder Scrolls comes out April fourth, which uh, we're, well, hopefully we'll find out soon what their pricing model is going to be. Hopefully,
0: they have a public beta in mid March.
1: Yeah, Watch Dogs it comes out uh, June thirtieth, along with Destiny. I
0: thought Destiny got pushed back to like September.
1: Uh this is June 30th here.
0: no whatever I'm looking forward to that one too. Destiny and watchdogs those look like really cool uh, concepts.
1: Mad Max September 30th. <laughs>
0: Dude I I want to see those I want to see gameplay of that because it could either be really good or really
1: really bad. Yeah, history has proven that movie games typically suck. But there are a few exceptions, and I really hope that that game is, like, a Fallout fun game. Who's who's developing it? Um, I'll have to look again. It's someone new and unheard of. Let me look here. Um... looking, looking, looking. Of course, I have to enter my birthday to find anything.
0: Avalanche Studios.
1: Avalanche. Uh,
0: They did the uh, Just Cause series. Um, The Hunter. Renegade Ops. I never played Just Cause, but I heard good things about it.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: I just have high hopes
1: for that. Please let it be good. Yeah. And then, I want to run Bartertown. Oh shit! And then Wolfenstein: The New Order, December thirty first of twenty fourteen. Wow. Hmm. That's new. That's first that, I've heard of that.
0: Well, I remember them talking about Wolfenstein last spring. I Let's thought see. it was going to be coming out a lot sooner than that.
1: But. No, they're saying the, the, you know that could just be the date they threw in there as a placeholder. Instead of a TBA, but... Right. <clears throat> well, you know what? I would rather them let these
0: games cook than push them out.
1: I totally agree. Uh,
0: I, You know, as, as disappointed as I was that um, Watch Dogs didn't come out in September like it was planning on it, you know what? Let it... Don't give me that giant steaming pile of shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, but if you if you want to... If you want to, you can release it in quote unquote alpha for 20 bucks. I'll try it then. But not 60 bucks. Oh. Not going to do
1: that. Guess who's making it? Who's that? Bethesda. Bethesda? Yeah, Bethesda. Bethesda, whatever. Yeah, they're making the Wolfenstein game. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I remember. I remember a lot of people in the forums were talking about it last year, but I never played. I didn't play it back in the uh, original sixteen-bit version of it, or whatever <laughs> it was.
1: Yeah, the first, the first-person shooter where you couldn't jump. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what we got to look forward to, uh, when we unlike a Xbox chat adapter, which still isn't out the market. <laughs> What's Xbox, that for? Xbox One chat adapter, so you can um, yeah. use a regular fucking headset in your Xbox One. <clears throat> that would
0: that would probably be a good thing.
1: Yeah, that'd probably be, ni-
0: probably be nice to have.
1: <laughs> or you could
0: use the. Um, the magic NSA box.
1: Yeah, the NSA box. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. As a matter of fact, our intentions were to to get somebody from both sides of the fence here to talk about their new console experiences, but uh, um, I, I didn't have time to ask money on the PlayStation 4 side, and our Xbox One person bailed on us and couldn't make it, so... Um and uh, <laughs> so uh, for next time, uh, we'll try and get somebody on, hopefully both at the same time, and just get it done with that way, and see what your experiences are now that you've listened to us, nerdgasm about PC for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you know it's it's different. It's um, you know, it's a legitimate alternative. Um, I would. I would definitely hesitate if I was thinking Steambox. Just because I don't think there's any need for Steambox. Yeah, I think if you're going to go PC, go PC.
1: Yeah, I think they're trying to bridge that gap between console and PC. If you don't know what you're doing or don't want to spend the money, try to get you something, you know, in between. Right. When I, I think... I think if i if I understand it correctly, that
0: steam controller will be able to be used with just regular pc also oh i uh, did I did hear I did hear on one of the reviews um, I think it was uh, redneck of uh, TK sports um, was talking about the X, the Xbox 360 controller on PC works. It's it's fully controller compatible, and yep. it also includes the Aim Assist as well.
1: Um, so you can at
0: least be remotely competitive um, hmm. with keyboard and mouse.
1: Hmm. I know that the controller works because I use it for like when I play NBA 2K14 and stuff. Mm-hmm. Instant install, Microsoft driver, and it works great. But uh, right. I haven't played anything that would have aim assist. No. Well, no, on
0: Titanfall. Oh, okay. Uh, has that? So it's a, it's a uh, full full controller feel. So it'd be like you know you're playing on your regular Xbox or nice. PS4 oh. or Steambox or whatever. Any of those things above. <clears throat>
1: Uh well, I think we've uh, covered pretty much everything we want to cover. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we I think we got it. That's enough for uh, for
0: Valentine's. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Valentine's Day special.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I guess uh, for PC players, we need, we're going to schedule a Left for Dead uh, session. Yes. So yeah, I'll uh, well, have to get that probably next weekend maybe
0: that Ah, would uh, would definitely work for me
1: shit's to do this weekend (laughs) birthday party my kid's going to and then gotta him somewhere else for something I don't know (laughs) you don't have to plan it you
0: just have to be awake when it happens yeah pick up drop off (laughs) absolutely throw him in the back of the wagon and you know head out past (laughs) the
1: north 40 <laughs> yeah uh, alright well that'll wrap it up for this edition of 30 and 120 <laughs> <laughs> yeah Um. it's fun I enjoyed it yeah thank you very much Nuke, for stopping by uh, F.U. Slam and F.U. Naven and uh, we'll see you guys next time have a good one see ya